Good morning, my name is Becca. My name is Felicia. And welcome to our podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the novella Of Mice and Men by John Steinbeck, specifically its first chapter. So the theme we're going to be focusing on on is burden, and the interesting thing about this novel specifically is that the theme actually emerges at the very beginning. So in most other novels, it takes a while for the theme to develop along with the characters, but however, in this novel, the theme burden exemplifies the relationship between two best friends, George and Lenny, and how they they can be a burden to each other or sometimes create different problems. So now that we've given um, summaries to the listeners, why don't we delve into the details of the chapter? Yeah, so first we see these two friends, George and Lenny, that lost their job because of a mishap that Lenny made. Um, by like pulling on the skirt of a lady and it shows that he he can be a little uh, not the most intelligent sometimes and it makes it difficult for other people around him to be able to deal with that just like George and so although he has good intentions we consider him to be a burden in a way because he's not sensible enough to be able to carry himself appropriately without the help of George. And I think this is elaborated on uh, in the next section of the chapter when <clears throat> George has to explain what exactly happened that they lost their job to Lenny because he's already forgotten, even though it was just a few days ago, which shows how how sometimes he's a pain in the neck to George. And right after that, when Lenny's going to get wood, it shows it shows because George instructed him to do so. It shows how George is more commandeering and Lenny's he's obedient, but he's a little so minded. However, his physical capabilities can definitely prove to be an advantage. Yeah, for sure. I feel like sometimes we don't give Lenny enough credit and we get caught up in the fact that he's maybe not as mentally capable as George is, but he's definitely uh, practically able to do a lot of things that George can't. And so although he might be a burden to George uh, mentally, he's definitely not a burden physically. And in fact, he's he can do a lot of things that George can't, like getting the wood. Right, and we have to take into account the society they were in. This is they're, they're working at a farm, so there's actually a lot more credit and attribute we have to give to physical capabilities. Just because right now we work in office jobs, it doesn't matter if you're physical, physically capable, but when you're working at a farm, it's extremely important. Yeah, and I think that it's also really important that like, although he might not be able to understand much, like physical capabilities might be all he needs because farm work isn't all that intellectually based and so as long as he can follow directions well enough and he can do uh, physical labor like I think he he's pretty much set right so the next part that we're seeing is that Lenny has uh, he's brought back a mouse and tries to hide it from George who obviously notices and the thing is that Lenny wanted a pet but he he's already forgotten that he killed all the pets when he were uh, when he used to live with his aunt Clara and that's important because he's he's physically petting the mouse as he's talking and that's that's the only feeling or thought that that's in his in his head it's so dominant that he's completely forgotten everything else yeah i think that his forgetfulness definitely irks george because later in the book or later in this specific chapter george mentions as an offhand comment that he would be better off if uh, Lenny just disappeared or if he didn't have Lenny in his life and I think that this is really important because it shows that even if George uh, didn't mean to say it he definitely meant it because it just came out as a side comment and he didn't mean to let it out but the fact that he said it in that manner meant that he was definitely thinking about it. 
and we'll go into that in detail later. Um, but just to finish it up, uh, the, so at the end, George is explaining what their dream is to Lenny, which is they're gonna go to a farm, they're gonna get some rabbits, they're gonna grow their own vegetables, and they're gonna have just themselves and no one else. And I think that's important just because that's 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 what they bond over. That's a shared dream that they have, and they're both equally willing to put an effort to achieve it. Now we're going to do our weekly 30-second summaries. So why don't you explain to the listeners how that works? So basically, every week we'll do a 30-second summary of the chapters that we're going to be discussing later in the podcast. And each of us will do it so that you get two different perspectives on what the rest of the podcast is going to look like. Tanisha, why don't you start us out? Okay, so basically it's two friends, George and Lenny, and they were working at a far- they're working at a farm near Soldad because Lenny accidentally pulled on a girl's dress and they got fired. So Lenny obviously forgot this and George has to explain this, and then he instructs him to go get wood. When he comes back, he comes back at the mouse and tries to hide it from George, but George explains, you can't have it, you keep wanting a pet, but you're going to kill them all. So Lenny's like, oh, I'm sad. And then George is all like, I, you, you know what, you're, you're too much of a burden for me. So Lenny starts to feel bad, and George says, you know what, I'm much better off without you. And Lenny's like, I can go live in a cave. But George says, no, it's all right. And they keep going back and forth with this, basically showing how George would actually miss Lenny That's if he were to seconds. <laughs> okay, um, Madha, why don't you start? Okay, so basically there are two friends, George and Lenny, who lost their old job because Lenny messed up and pulled on a girl's dress. And so basically what happens is that they ended up in the woods together and George was getting really upset at Lenny because Lenny was doing a lot of really, like, dumb things. And so basically George George was trying to explain to Lenny that he would be so much better without him, but he didn't know that it would hurt Lenny's feelings. And so when Lenny finally, like, caught the drift and decided to offer to go live in, like, a cave or something, George was like, no, 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 no. like, you should stay with me. I, will, I Like, I'm going to miss you. And then Lenny was like, okay. And then he like then they like talked about like their dream. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so now that we've eased into our thematic approach of burden, let's talk about the quote that we've specifically selected. Okay, so on page twelve, Steinbeck um, Steinbeck says. Um, and this is George speaking. When I think of the swell time I could have without you, I go nuts. I never get no peace. A little while later, Lenny says, um, I could go off in the hills there, someplace I'd find a cave. George looked quickly and searchingly at him. I've been mean, ain't I? Lenny says, if you don't want me, I can go off in the hills and find a cave. I can go away anytime. No, look, I was just fooling Lenny, because I want you to stay with me. Trouble with mice is you always kill them. Tell you what I'll do, Lenny. First chance, I'll give you a pup. Maybe you won't kill it. Then it'll be better than mice, and you could cut it harder. Lenny avoided the bait. He had sensed his, advan- sensed his advantage. If you don't want me, you only just gotta say so, and I'll go off in those hills right there and live by myself, and I won't get no mice stolen from you. George said, I want you to stay with me, Lenny. Jesus Christ, somebody treat you for a coyote if you was by yourself. No, you stay with me. Lenny spoke craftily. Tell me, like you done before. Yeah, so I think that this quote is really significant on the first stage of Lectio Critica, which is the narrative or context level. And the question that we ask ourselves here is, what is literally happening in this quote? And so I think in this quote, 
George is getting really frustrated at Lenny because of a variety of different reasons that have just kind of compiled into this moment. And he's telling Lenny about how he feels like his life would be so much easier if Lenny wasn't there, just like we were talking about in our thematic approach to the chapter a couple minutes ago. And I think that what George is saying, he doesn't realize that he's being mean. He's just saying it to himself and Lenny's just happening to hear it. And I think that when Lenny starts getting upset about it, that's when George decides that, or that's when George realizes that he's being mean to Lenny and he tries to backtrack, but Lenny isn't taking the bait. To go on to the next stage of Allegri, we're going to ask ourselves, is there any figurative language present or the author's word choice and tone? Does it mean one thing but implies another? So the first thing I think we should focus on is the part where Lenny says, where it says, Lenny avoided the bait. He had sense his advantage. So I think this is a metaphor comparing Lenny to a wolf or a dog in this sense. Um, and it implies that he's obedient, but he has some sort of primal instinct that, that, that allows him to, to sense that he has an advantage in a situation. And I think that that's really important because it's, it's a characteristic you wouldn't really expect of someone from Lenny's type. I definitely agree. The author makes Lenny seem like he's not intellectually capable, which might be true. But the way that he represents Lenny um, shows that although Lenny might not be the smartest, he's definitely he definitely has common sense and he definitely knows like he definitely knows he can definitely recognize primal signs which is again exemplified when the author describes Lenny as speaking craftily later on in the quote which shows intelligence because crafty or craftiness is a personality trait that's generally used to describe somebody that's smart or that uh, is manipulative or capable of getting what they want and I think that the fact that the author decided to use that word choice to describe Lenny shows that we might be underestimating Lenny's intelligence or his capabilities. And I think it's important to also look at how, how the author is saying this. So specifically when he's describing Lenny as craftily, it's in a situation that presents itself as as being about their camaraderie, right? So in this situation when they're talking, he's intelligent when it comes to exemplifying their friendship, which is really important. He might not be intelligent when it comes to, you know, common sense, having logic, knowing what to do in a situation, but as soon as it comes to their friendship and what it means to them, he he automatically gains intelligence. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think it shows how much he cares about George because he that's the only area in which he can like, actually apply any intelligence that he might have and then uh, going off of that I also think that uh, the way that George backtracked and said um, no 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 I want you to stay with me Lenny it shows that uh, although he might consider Lenny a burden as he accidentally said earlier in the quote um, but he still cares for Lenny and even if Lenny is a burden it might be one that he's gotten used to carrying and I think that he without Lenny he wouldn't know what to do yeah, and I think another one of the things we see throughout this book is foreshadowing, and, and it's really important what the author is doing here. He's showing that the thing that Lenny's, um, Lenny's showing intelligence in, he, we can see that as soon as Lenny like gets that primal instinct as we talked about, he forgets everything else, and that's what he's, again, focusing on. Um, 
just just what like in the moment what he's feeling at that time and I think we see that pattern throughout Lenny um, as the book falls. Yeah, for sure. And so on to the third stage of Lectio Critica, which is contemplation, which is where we connect the quote or the meaning or situation to events that have happened in our own lives. So I'll kick this one off and I'll say that um, the way that George accidentally said to Lenny that he wouldn't want to have him around and that his life would be so much easier without him shows how I and I'm sure all of us have made offhand comments about uh, things that we were thinking innately but we didn't mean to come out that have accidentally offended other people and I think that it's really important to understand that although George might not have meant to say it but he definitely meant what he was saying and that although like he was able to backtrack later and he made Lenny stay with him like it doesn't change the fact that that's what he was actually thinking on the inside. I actually found myself connecting to the part where Lenny's um, sort of talking with George and saying, no, no, I can go. Um, I think that shows argumentative nature in him, and I definitely see that in myself, where if, if someone gives me an offhand comment, I feel the need to immediately, you know, um, give them a backhand comment as well, just to not, not necessarily to prove them right in the case, but just, just to make sure that I'm con conveying what I want to convey, and I think that's um, similar to what Len is doing in this situation. Yeah, I, I definitely get what you're saying, and I feel like I also connect to that part, but not exactly in the same way. I would say that I, like if somebody told me that they felt like I was a burden, I would say that I would also have um, an innate kind of nature to be able to uh, want to leave, because I wouldn't want to continue imposing myself on them and continue making them feel like I'm a burden to them, because I think that that... Like knowing that you're a burden and staying with that person hurts more than just leaving because I feel like right. you're inconveniencing them and like they're not enjoying having you around and so I think I connect to that part as well. Okay, um, on to the next part, invitation. This is the last part of the Lectio Critica. Um, so it asks, what actions does this quote invite you or inspire you to take? And um, so I think the first thing it inspires me is, is, is that everything has meaning to it and not only because we're analyzing this so deeply but because when Lenny is talking um when, when Lenny is like responding to George we can see that he's offended by it and it inspires me to not maybe take things so lightly and when I'm when I'm having a conversation put myself in their shoes you know think about okay what, what does this conversation mean to them maybe it's more important to them than it is to me yeah it this quote invites me specifically to um, make sure that I don't underestimate other people and make sure that even if I'm saying things that uh, I feel like the other person won't be able to understand, it's still really important that I'm being kind to them because I might not know what's actually like getting through to them and what's exactly. not. And I might be underestimating that and assuming that they're not understanding what I'm saying when they actually are and they're getting hurt by it. Now that we've finished the Lectio Critica, let's go into the last part of our podcast, which is going to be each of our wishes for our specific characters. So, Tanisha, do you want to go first? Sure. So, I think my wish will be directed to George. And so, um, I know at the end of the book, you know, George ends up having to shoot Lenny because Lenny's instinctive 
um, instinctive mistake caused them to uh, kill a woman. But I do think that um, that George should George should realize that Lenny is not always a burden, although sometimes he may be. I, I, I wish that George doesn't consider Lenny as a burden anymore and more as a comrade. Yeah, I definitely agree. And my wish actually goes directly off of that. But for Lenny, I hope or I wish for Lenny that he uh, gains a sense of confidence and doesn't feel like he's a burden to George because I feel like that's as detrimental as George feeling that Lenny's a burden to him. And so my wish for Lenny is just that he understands that George needs him as much as he needs George and that he gains some confidence and realizes that although he might not be the easiest to take care of sometimes, he's not as much of a burden as he would think. Yeah, and I think this pretty much ties up our chapter. You know, it's, it's focusing on their camaraderie and then how they may seem as burdens to each other. And then specifically, you know, the importance of that quote, how they portray each other. And I think really this chapter highlights how they may or may not be a burden to each other. Yep, I totally agree. And that ends our podcast. I hope that you guys come and listen next, next time. time. <laughs>